Sometime last week, there was an old woman who was wheelchaired into the diagnostic center. She was wheelchaired with two of her sons by her side. And I was actually in the reception area. And we noticed, or I noticed, I would say almost everyone at the reception area actually noticed that the atmosphere changed because we all noticed something foul smelling was i don't know oozing and everybody people were like turning trying to look what was that trying to look what was that and then i had to look at mama's foot and i noticed it was dark so i walked up to her son and greeted and said okay is mama diabetic my name is Sylvia Onkwanta. You're welcome to Sales Health Nuggets, the number one podcast on health, fitness, and general well-being. So, in commemoration with World Diabetic Day, which was on the 14th of November, we will be looking at diabetic foot ulcer. This disease is very, very common among persons who are diabetic. They have either experienced it once, some twice, some even more than two times. So it all depends on how many times that person has experienced, or some persons have actually not experienced it at all. So we'll be looking at diabetic foot ulcer because diabetic foot ulcer, most times, are seen when it has actually led to the death of that patient. I've also seen where it has actually led to the patient's leg or foot being amputated either the toes or the general foot because it spreads like wildfire so we'll be looking at diabetic foot also we'll be looking at what it is we'll be looking at persons who are mostly at risk of having these also would we'll also be looking at the causes also also would we'll also look at the symptoms why we are at it we we'll look at diagnostics the treatment and ways we can actually do what prevent it it's actually a very very huge or would i say big ailment because sometimes it takes weeks sometimes it takes months it all depends on the severity of the diabetic foot ulcer so first of all what is dfu that is diabetic foot ulcer so diabetic foot ulcer is an open sore wound or it's actually an open sore or a wound that occurs in diabetic patients or diabetic persons and is commonly located at the bottom of the foot. So it's just an open wound or an open sore that occurs in diabetic patients. Sometimes diabetic foot ulcer may get infected and the person may need to be hospitalized. Or this this infection can actually make the person to the person will be unable to use the foot as he or she used to. So sometimes the this foot gets infected and the patient gets hospitalized. So diabetic foot ulcer, according to the APMA, it is the leading cause of non-traumatic lower extremity amputation in the united states of america so it's not a small thing
for patients who are diabetic, diabetic, in short, I know people who are diabetic and they try to ensure they don't have any injury at all, no matter how small it is, because it takes a very long time for reeds to heal. So now the standard diabetic foot ulcer is an open sore that happens to patients who are diabetic. So let's see persons who are more at risk of developing diabetic foot ulcer. First of all, since the name is actually what diabetic foot ulcer, you would know that patients who are diabetic are actually the number one persons who can develop foot ulcer. So anyone who's, who has diabetes can actually develop foot ulcer. Also, people who are insulin dependent. Insulin dependent patients are more at higher risk of developing a foot ulcer. So we know we have insulin dependent diabetic patients and those who are not insulin what dependent. That is those patients who take hypoglycemic drugs. So those ones are what not insulin what dependent. So people who are insulin dependent are more at risk of developing what a foot ulcer. Also, patients who have diabetes-related ailment of the kidney, of the eye, of the heart, those persons are also what at risk of developing what diabetic foot ulcer. That is, those patients that have diabetic nephropathy, diabetic retinopathy, uh, even those ones that haven't had myocardial infarction, all these are what complications of diabetes. Those persons are also at risk or have higher chances of developing foot ulcer. And also persons who are overweight, patients who use alcohol a lot. Those persons who use alcohol, is it for... Um, drinking or using it as an ointment for your skin some persons use it to you know they use it to clean their face but before um, the bake like a facial cleanser so those persons who are overweight who use alcohol also people who use tobacco products these persons are also are more at risk of developing what a foot ulcer so now what causes this what actually causes diabetic foot ulcer. There are different causes of diabetic foot ulcer. The severity of it actually has to do with how the size of the wound, what is the major cause of the wound, and what type of diabetic patient that you are. So let's look at the causes of what diabetic foot ulcer. The number one cause or the major cause of Diabetic foot ulcer is, is trauma. Sometimes some persons or a diabetic patient may be involved in an accident and or the person may have like a small wound cut, knife wound cut or he or she was just walking and something pierced his or her foot and you notice that the wound is not healing. It's not healing as it's actually meant to. So trauma is the number one way whereby people can actually generate an ulcer or a wound. So the second way is 
if there is poor circulation of blood in the foot. When there is poor circulation of blood in the foot, this patient may be, um, there, there, there won't be proper blood circulation and any form of trauma can actually result in a wound. So poor blood circulation to the foot, trauma, irritation, irritation such as friction or pressure can actually cause what diabetic foot ulcer can cause you to have a wound on your feet. So it is very, very well important that if you're diabetic, there are some certain places you need to avoid. Places that you know would cause harm to your feet. You need to avoid such places. Also, when a person does not have feelings on his or her feet. For example, you someone matches you, but you did not feel it. Someone steps on you, but you cannot feel it. I've actually seen this more in patients who have had an ischemic attack, like stroke. Those patients who have stroke, especially if it is um, one-sided, either the right or the left, most times you notice that that side that is undergoing paralysis, even when they have wounds on that place or injury, they end up not feeling it. So, patients who have diabetes for many years can develop a neuropathy which may be a reduced or complete lack of ability to feel pain in their feet due to nerve damage that may be caused as a result of elevated blood glucose over time. So because of elevated blood glucose over time, diabetic patients, they may just, you know, it just happens. They may just develop a neuropathy, a neuropathy that has to do with your brain. Neuropathy, anything neuropathy has to do with your brain, your nerves. Whereby the nerve that gives them the ability to feel pain in the feet may be lost. So they have this they have the inability to feel pain in their feet. The nerve damage can often occur without pain and the person may not be aware that he or she has an injury or an irritation or has undergone trauma on their feet because they do not have the ability to feel the pain. So whenever you notice that, okay, I'm diabetic, whenever I have any injury on my feet, I do not feel anything until when someone tells me, ah, mama, you're bleeding, papa, you're bleeding, ah, ma, you're bleeding, sir, you're bleeding. That is when I actually knew that, okay, something has gone wrong. You need to consult your doctor. It is very, very what important. It is extremely what important. DFU is what? It kills. It kills. Okay. It kills. It's. I'm not saying it kills because... I just want to say, because I've actually seen it, a cousin of mine who is um, diabetic, I remember when he was admitted in the hospital, and he said that in his ward, which was in diabetic ward, he had um, diabetic foot ulcer, he said in his ward, there were like, I think, seven men, all the men died, because he was in the hospital for like three months, all the men died. 
all the men in the men in the male's world actually died. Those diabetic patients, those who also had diabetic foot ulcer, who were diabetics, they all died except him. So it's not a joking matter. It's something that you need if you even notice for someone who is close to you or someone you know, you need to consult your doctor. It is very, very important. We should all know that when there is an elevation in the blood glucose, it would actually reduce the body's ability to fight off any potential infection and also lowers the healing process. So you need to do what? Ensure that your blood glucose, your blood sugar is well controlled. So now we'll be looking at the symptoms. How would you know? that you have a diabetic foot ulcer how would you know that you have dfu how would you know your mother your father um your neighbor someone who lives close to you has dfu so we'll be looking at what the symptoms now so first of all most persons would you know notice that there is a drainage a liquid drainage either on your socks on your beddings on your slippers or on your shoe you notice there's you know liquid it may be blood it may be um white liquid maybe a colorless liquid it may be a yellow purulent liquid so you need to be conscious whenever you notice any form of liquid drainage either on your socks on your beddings on your shoes on your slippers also that area may be red or appear swollen Whenever you see redness or swelling, these are all associated with ulceration. So you need to do what? Consult your doctor whenever you notice any form of redness or swelling. Also, although that place may be foul smelling, if an ulcer has progressed significantly, you may notice an what a foul smelling odor also most odors actually come with what gangrene a gangrene is actually a partial or complete situation whereby the tissue is dead that area you will see tissues that are dead due to an infection so most times gangrene and odor come pari passu you see you notice that that area may be appearing dark they call it an isha and isha is like a black tissue that is surrounding that ulcerated area as a result of there is an absence of blood flow to that area of the wound so you may notice what dark area a black tissue that comes with gangrene which is called isha gangrene odor um, we would also notice that there is redness and swelling. There is redness and swelling. And also what there is liquid drainage. Liquid drainage on your socks, on your beddings, and also on your sleepers. Most persons have actually said that they don't feel any pain. It may actually be as a result that he or she has actually 
lost the ability to feel pain. So pain is not a common symptom of diabetic foot ulcer because most persons who develop foot ulcer have lost the ability to feel pain. So do not wait until when you start to feel pain before you know that you have the FU. So you need to check when you see a drainage, when you see redness and swelling, there is foul smelling odor, there is gangrene, and you also notice that there is what a black tissue, which is called an esha, which is as a result that there is poor blood circulation around that wound area or around the ulcerated area. So now we've seen what is diabetic foot ulcer. We've seen the causes. We've also seen persons who are mostly at risk. We've also seen the symptoms that you should not wait for you to experience pain when you've seen or you've, you're experiencing the other symptoms for you to know that you have DFU. So now let's look at the treatment, the diagnosis, and also what the prevention. So you'll be asking yourself, why should you treat? I don't think anybody should even ask yourself why should they treat diabetic foot ulcer. Because foot ulcer in patients who are diabetic, whenever you treat them, they reduce, whenever you start to treat them on time, it actually does what reduce the risk of infection and also what amputation. Because if you allow that foot to get what infected, they end up cutting that particular part of your body to what to reduce the infection spreading to other parts of the body. So whenever you start to treat DFU on time, you improve the function and quality of that person's foot, that person's leg, and you also reduce healthcare costs. The amount you spend for treating it is actually much, much lower than the amount you will spend for amputation or trying to treat what? An infection. So the primary goal of treating diabetic foot ulcer is that you want to obtain healing as fast as possible. Because the faster the healing, the less the chance of what? An infection. So you want to what? Obtain healing as fast as possible. So there are different factors that would actually aid in the treatment of diabetic foot ulcer. So we'll be looking at them one at a time. So the first step is that you need to prevent an infection. Once you've prevented an infection, you've just, you know, it's like times two your healing process because an infection slows down the healing process of the ulcer because you have to treat that infection then before you now concentrate in what ensuring that the ulcer is healed. So we'll be looking at ways of what preventing that the ulcer gets infected. For you to prevent that your ulcer gets infected, you need to ensure that that ulcer, that area of that wound is clean. That area of that wound is clean. The area of the open sore of the ulcer is clean and bandaged. Two, you need to ensure that you avoid walking barefooted. Because when you're walking barefooted, you're matching, you don't, no matter how clean your ground is, there may be some microorganisms that you cannot see with your eyes. That is why they are microorganisms. 
that would actually come in contact with the wound and create an infection. So you need to ensure that the ulcer area is clean and bandaged. Avoid walking barefooted. Ensure that you cleanse the wound daily. And stop don't say tomorrow I'll clean it. No. Ensure you clean your wounds daily. Go to the hospital. Your doctor will teach you or tell you how you should clean your ulcer wound. It is very, very well important. You also need to ensure that your blood glucose level is under tight control. Please, you need to ensure that you manage your blood sugar level because you cannot be treating DFU and be having an elevated blood sugar. It cannot work. Kole work. So you need to ensure that what your blood sugar level is what kept what under tight control. So the first way for you to ensure a factor that aids in the treatment of diabetic foot ulcer is that you should ensure that you prevent an infection. That's number one. The second way is that you should remove dead skin and tissue. Remove dead skin and tissue. Usually around the ulcerated area, there may be dead tissue. So you need to remove the dead skin and tissue so that there will be growth for a new one. So you need to do what? Remove the dead skin and tissue. This is actually called the brightman. So you're removing the bride, which is the dead skin and the dead tissue from the ulcerated area. It is very, very well important. And three, you need to restore adequate blood flow. When there is proper blood flow to that ulcerated area, the healing process is what? Increase because when there is an absence of proper blood flow, you notice that there is black tissue around which we call Escher, which will be around that ulcerated area. So you need to ensure that there is proper blood flow. So the first way for you to for you to aid the treatment of diabetic foot ulcer is that you need to apply medication dressing to the ulcer area this is very very well important because according to the a APMA it's actually said that okay due to research I was actually reading your work and it actually said that the science of wound care has advanced significantly significantly over the past 10 years and the thought of let the air get at it is now known to be harmful to healing it's now known growing up would open that wound, make air touch and make air touch and so that to go heal fast. No, we've actually seen that it is now harmful to the healing process. So we now know that wounds and ulcer heal much much faster when there is a lower risk of infection, and this can actually happen when the wound or the ulcer is covered and left moist so you need to cover that also you need to cover that part of the foot that has that injury because when you expose it to air you're increasing the chances of it getting an infection there are many microorganisms 
in the air we breathe. So these microorganisms may get in contact with the wound and thereby create what? An infection. The fourth or the fifth way for you to actually aid in the treatment of diabetic foot ulcer is that you need to offload, which is you need to take up the pressure of your foot. You need to offload. Patients who are who have diabetic foot ulcer, sometimes you they actually put them on a special footwear. It's either they are placed on crutches or they are placed on wheelchair or they give them a specialized type of casting. This would actually help to reduce the pressure on the foot because when the foot is just you know, placed at a spot, you're not applying pressure. When you apply pressure, to that foot it would slow down the healing process and open the places that are already healed so most times you need to offload you need to reduce pressure and irritation because when you do this it would help to speed up the healing process so you need to do what remove the pressure offload Remove the pressure from your foot. Sometimes it would even give you special types of sleepers, special types of shoes to wear. Those types would reduce the pressure that may that may actually occur when normal shoes, when you put on normal shoes or you use normal sleepers. So you need to do what consult your doctor or you need to consult your podiatrist. These are persons who specialize in the treatment of the disorders of the foot, ankle, and lower extremities, you need to consult them. They will tell you what type of special footwear would best suit you. So the sixth way for you to actually do what treats diabetic foot ulcer, you need to manage your blood glucose level. You need to manage your blood glucose level. Your blood glucose level should be low should be lowered because when you control your blood glucose level it helps in the treatment of diabetic foot ulcer a well-controlled blood glucose will enhance healing and also reduce the risk of complications it is very very well important you cannot be treating diabetic foot ulcer and expecting healing to occur when you have an elevated blood glucose level so it is very very well important so these are like six very important ways for you to treat diabetic foot ulcer most times as we said earlier healing time actually depends on a variety of factors such as the wound size and location because if the wound is big it would take a longer time. If the wound is small, it would take a lesser time. It also has to do with what the location. The wound may be on the upper part on the plantar surface of your foot or may be on the dorsal surface. If it's on the dorsal surface, it may take more time. If it is on the plantar surface, it may take less time. So it has to also do with what the location and also pressure on the wound from walking or from standing. Most times when we apply too much pressure on the wound, 
it may actually do what increase the duration for healing also it also has to do just should be what proper blood circulation and you ensure that there is no swelling you need to do what manage your blood glucose level it is very very what important so this is very very what important you need to do what consult your doctor if you know you're diabetic you need to ensure that you wear the appropriate footwear you ensure you wear a shoe that is your size or a slippers because this will go a long way in reducing the risk of developing diabetic foot ulcer also for patients who are diabetic you need to inspect your foot every day because you may have actually lost the ability to feel pain so you should not be waiting for your for you to start to experience pain before you actually know that you have an ulcer so you need to check your foot every day for cuts for cracks for bruises for redness for swelling or any sign of abnormality in between your toes on your soul you need to do what check this it is very very what important remember you should check your blood sugar level you need to you need to it is very very well important so this is all we have for diabetic foot ulcer we've learned so much we've seen what is diabetic foot ulcer we've seen the causes we've seen persons who are more at risk of developing dfu we've seen the symptoms we've also seen treatment and ways that we can prevent it Remember that you should guard your health. Your health is your number one priority. You need to love yourself for others to love you. See you next time. My name is Sylvia Unquenta.